I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back. We're back in the flesh, IRL. We're back. Carrie's overcome. I'm Neg. The vid. Vid was hard. Was it, Dole? It was a rough week, Dole. Simon, my, my love is still in the throes wow love in the time of cholera it was no it was it was this sub variant it's a little bitch so well i told you to get the iv doll you did doll but i was a little lazy i was they come to your house i know i just like you truly just couldn't even no i couldn't you even couldn't even like lift to no press i couldn't a button. i truly couldn't wow. and i couldn't i, Damn, I did not did want anyone you. in my presence i like couldn't i don't want to i don't want to talk to anyone i was sleeping hours a day my naps were REM. Love. Deep coma REM. Rest is important. It's also eclipse season right now. So that probably had a lot to do with being tired. That was, plus a COVID infection. Yeah. Forget it. There was one night where I was Gwyneth mm-hmm. with my chills. Yeah. But overall, the chills are wild. I'm glad to be back in Adam. And I'm, it feels nice. I'm driving today for the first time in over a week. Uh, feels great. Back feels in good. the studio, aka your back car. Back in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, back in my, yeah, my mobile hype house. Mm-hmm. And I'm back here, which is also a hype house. Yeah, feels good. Um, but I wanted to thank you for being flexible. I wanted to thank Mango, <laughs> my my love Mango, for nursing me and Simon through this difficult time. Dole dogs and cats. And perhaps reptiles are very important mm-hmm. when you've fallen under the weather. Yes. I was in a place of clutch with Tony the whole time I had COVID last year. There was the night when I had chills and I was truly, I was actually crying because it was so painful. Mango licked my eyes. <laughs> you really 
What? You really went through it. It was no, I'm I'm not being dramatic. It was You had some drama. I'm not like I, No, I, I believe you. I'm not exaggerating. Believe all COVID survivors. <laughs> I was, believe you. It was a the chills were horrific. They're pretty they were crazy. That was one of the craziest symptoms I had too. And I cried under the the blankets and all of a sudden I heard a little and he came over and licked my tears. He knew you needed him. And I went, Angel of Mercy. <laughs> he said, What do I gotta do to make this gay stop? This gay, I need this gay to go this to bed. This gay needs to lick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad to be antibodied up for our tour that's coming up. I'm so excited. I'm very excited too. And tour love. I Rockstar. really hope that I don't get COVID in the next two weeks. But you know what? I love that we're just biting. I'm like, well, I'm good to go until <laughs> the I mean, next. If you're vaccinated, you're good to go at this point. Yeah. Period. It's on period. And that's on period. Um, Tony, I can't. I need to talk about another crisis gripping our nation right now. What? Cara Delevingne. She is. I got she one is... look at her on that red carpet and I said, someone put a stop to this. She is starting. She is literally terrorizing multiple red carpets. Meg the Stallion and her, I guess, are besties now. That's she, cool. I mean, that's cool. I love Meg. I'm sure if if Meg thinks she's cool, then there must be something redeeming about her. But she's on the red carpet, laying on the ground, taking photos of her and Doja Cat, Ooh. popping up from behind the step and repeat she's backdrops, l- sticking her tongue out. Timberlake going, status. <sighs> she's Justin Timberlake, but she, as a lesbian. She's literally, every time I see her, she has her tongue out. And now I'm starting to think that, like a snake, she has to stick her tongue out to, like... <laughs> to smell. To experience the world. But she is fully... Something is... I want the the demons inside Kara need to name themselves. I think it's called alcoholism. It's either... <laughs> or ketamine. Uh, but she's... No, she's, like... I think she's actually possessed. In this day and age, I don't care who the fuck you are. If you're sporting an undercut... You're fired. You've got to go. You've got to go back to the hairdresser, do a full shave, and just don't do that. We're past the undercut era. The undercut is a signifier of deeper mental truths that will only reveal themselves over time until the point where you're 51 would she's, she's gotten buzzes before, and she looks fabulous. No, yeah, but obviously. The, the, un- and yeah, the undercut? The undercut? Undercut and doing that and a messy lesbians listen up and also straight women, (laughs) but she's and any gays with long hair or straight men with long hair because I know they do it too and literally every day them out there people across the entire gender spectrum undercuts are done we're not doing them anymore. There was this one video at the Met Gala of the of Kara and Meg dancing and Kara gets in her face one time and sticks her tongue out and Meg literally puts her hand up and goes like that. <laughs> but like what is going on she's literally on the floor of the red carpet going <sighs> and she's with mayor adam going <sighs> she's just she's literally the zelig of our time who like where has she not been she's forrest gump she's literally in every there's going to be like renaissance paintings where we'll look at in the background you see cara delvin in the court going she's like that painting yes. of goya eating the, his son she's saturn yeah oh yeah the goya painting of saturn eating his son and we collectively humanity is the sun and she is saturn but i want i want a full 
<laughs> you know, and I, I like, I have always thought Kara was kind of iconic. Like when she first came about and was partying with Rihanna, and there was a video of her walking into her flat at like six a.m. dropping a bag of coke in front of the pops. I was like, this girl's cool. Yeah, she's a rager. She was a punk back then, and I loved her relationship with Ashley Benson. Yeah, I really. That was like the best Kara era, and then now. It's been all downhill since they broke up. She's, I think she's like fully, she's in a lesbian Tampa Bay spiral. She's bringing Tampa energy she is. to the U.S. And the craziest thing is that she's a Brit. <laughs> she so like is. she has no business Tampaing, but sometimes you get called to a place of Tampa and you cannot escape. First, there's a part of me that kind of loves that she's like in this kind of weird, lurky, like slender man era like she's the babadook of hollywood right now and i she's think slender lady and i i kind of love that she's leaning into just being like a mess and like not caring about like haunting every event she's just oh she's just like what she's... is she doing though like what does she work no wasn't she in that circus show oh yeah like penny dreadful or whatever some circus <laughs> energy show but isn't it still going? I don't know. Oh, Someone like, give her, this girl a job so she can stop haunting every red carpet. I think she's still like the face of like multiple brands. But so she's clearly. Yeah, but that's like a one day to three day shoot. And then right. you have a lot. She's too much free time. I mean, she has. I think she has enough money to be set for life at this point from all her modeling. But well, she's also from like an insanely wealthy family. Yeah, she's like an aristocrat. But she is just like chilling and just and Kara chilling is just going in the red carpet and sticking her tongue out <laughs> she's there's a video of her popping out behind as meg the stallion is posing and her just going <sighs> and then she sees this pop this woman basically shoes her away and Kara goes oh and pops back behind the the step and repeat i'm just like my god I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I want like a deep podcast about like what is going on with Cara Delvin. Maybe mm. I should do it. Maybe you should. You're <laughs> passionate. You're fired up. I'm not fired up. I think you could get to the bottom of things. I And I'm not like I'm doing it out of a, a place of respect for Cara because I do respect her. But I want her. Really? Yeah. But I'm like, I'm worried. It's babe. It's babe behavior for sure. Oh, she's she's in her most babe era yet. With her yellow sunglasses and just on the floor taking photos of Doja Cat and some guy and just going, <sighs> as she's taking the photos. I'm really worried. Tongue out energy. Is she so crazy? Love this girl. She's so crazy, <laughs> but it's beyond and it's like demonic at some, it gets to a demonic point. She's so crazy. Is that energy? And then the gays have the tongue slightly sticking to the teeth, like. When, yeah. they, when they smile, that's also, he's so crazy. I love him mm -hmm. for the gays. That needs to stop. That's also a crisis. But tongue out, like, pretty girl doing, like, ugly, like, crazy face in photos is another genre. And undercut is a whole other genre. What do you think Poppy has to say about all those? I think Poppy is distancing herself. Pop dog is just saying... <laughs> as they call her is just staying she's not touching it she's kind of a that's babe, not her right? scene is poppy a babe uh i think she's just you know being an aristocrat going to events 
Her family's like basically like British royalty, right? They're very like well connected, yeah. like wealthy Brit vibes. I don't know how it works in Hamford upon Cheshire or whatever the fuck. Um, speaking of wealthy Brits, James Corden revealed that he and Prince Harry's children have playdates. I Cursed. just wanted to tell you that. Why do you bring any James Corden updates to this <laughs> podcast? Was like I have to keep I have to keep you abreast. I don't ever want to know. Well, I need the to best know. news I've gotten all year is that he's retired. Well, we don't know if that's good because that could be him and Ellen could be. They're up to no good. <laughs> they could be double double toil and trouble. They say as they surround a cauldron in Bel Air, c- coming up with their next scheme. I. I would love if Ellen and James just like morphed into one being and grew and became like a nine foot tall lesbian. They're like Pennywise. Collectively, their energy is Pennywise energy. What is Ellen's next venture? I think her next venture should just be retire, bitch. Like many people's. She needs to just like, she's going to just like buy real estate in Westwood for the rest of her life. In Westwood? Yeah, she has multiple apartments in Westwood. Wow. Love that. I started listening to a crazy podcast that's like pretty big on Apple or whatever, but like someone had recommended it to me because of all of our talk about Finchy. It's called Sympathy Pains, and it's about this girl named Sarah who has been starting since the day she could fucking talk. Really? She, so far, I'm only on like, I think episode two or three. She has this web of people that she's lied to about, like, her entire life and creates these elaborate, like, almost soap opera level health and personal life dramas and will, like, latch on to someone and become their, like, really close friend and they'll be, like, there for her as she starts to go through things that kind of mirror experiences that they've had in their life. But she, like... So she's, like, a vampire. But, like, beyond. She... Damn. Went to a camp that was for disabled kids, mostly, or, like, disabled people, like a summer camp. She went there in a wheelchair pretending that she, like, could not do a single thing for herself. Made friends with a camp counselor there and then, like, continued that whole lie and then the camp counselor found out like a year later that it was totally false when like the, her family's pastor like blew up her spot and they came to intervene on her at the summer camp and drove a van onto the campgrounds. And as soon as she saw the van, she got up out of her wheelchair, walked into the van and left and Whoa. never like she became friends with this other girl at church and she claimed that she was pregnant and then having miscarriages and then pregnant again. And having miscarriages and like how old is this broad? <laughs> I don't know. She was a she was like a registered nurse in Oklahoma City, I think, at one point. Oh, which shit. I'm like but it's I don't they haven't gotten into like why the why of it all. They're just kind of laying the groundwork for what right now. But she didn't to my knowledge so far, it wasn't she wasn't hitting people up for money. It was literally she would just lie to people. Yeah. And want sympathy, I guess. But it's... I've never heard anything like it. That's crazy. I wonder... While I'm definitely going to listen and I love the juice, I'm also like, if she didn't harm anyone, like, what is the point of 
blowing up just some clearly mentally but ill. But she kind of did because, oh, okay. like, she would tell, like, she would tell, like, she be- befriended, she worked as a counselor at a camp for, like, disabled kids right. at, or, like, teens or young adults yeah. and maybe even adults. But she befriended this girl named Erin and then they became really close. She said that she got Ebola and then had to get put into a coma. And then she was like her. She pretended to be her little sister, Gabby. And then Gabby had conversations with Aaron. And then she got out of the hospital from her Ebola coma and then would do three-way calls with Gabby and Aaron. Then she told Aaron, like, Gabby died. Uh, Gabby was also disabled and Aaron was disabled. And then Gabby died. And so, and this girl, Aaron, like, this woman, Sarah, had multiple people dying in her life that Aaron believed were real. So Aaron was then, like, grieving and thinking all these people that she was close to or, Mm. like, Sarah would have, like, quadruplets and then name one of them after Aaron and then that one would like die so she was telling people that like people were dying okay so she was like harming people's mental health yeah she's like fucking she's like mind fucking them fuck but like what do you what do you get out of that it's a lot of work and like she's preying on people that like actually have like disabilities things on their plate yeah that like they don't need some fucking like able-bodied psycho like spreading misery and like harm yeah spiritual harm or things happening to them like this other girl that she met at church i love her getting up that's a great imagine just seeing that and that's like the usual suspect yeah she had this other woman she met through church who became like a support system for her Mm -hmm. and she like anytime you like wouldn't respond to a text or something, she'd start like freaking out and like over text and then an emergency would happen. And it was like, you weren't there for me like during this moment. So she'd like as soon as you like kind of moved away, she'd lure you back in. And this woman had uh, like a friend of the family who died and was supposed to sing at this person's funeral and miss the funeral so that she could like help Sarah deal with a emergency that wasn't even real like it's that kind of shit where you're just like what the fuck i mean that's pretty crazy yeah and it's a crazy podcast it has literally so many ads i'm like can you not like for the love of god so you're just having to skip like a bunch of time well you can handle it you just gotta do the 15 second thing okay just gotta push use your little thingy wow yeah, I mean, it, it is the season of the the scammer continues. Female scammers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Nothing gives me naked confidence like being freshly showered, hair blown out, makeup on, putting on my favorite perfume. Nothing gives me naked confidence quite like getting my parking validated at Equinox after a well-earned workout. A very close second would be Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. Unlike certain other deos, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to deliver outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet. And yes, even your privates. In fact, it was patients' concerns about private part odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. Flash forward six years and her game-changing whole body Dio has earned over 300,000 five-star reviews from people who love feeling confident from head to toe. New customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with code SUP at lumideodorant.com. I love Lumi because as a gay man, you need to have your taint smelling fresh as fuck. So with one roll of Lumi, I'm ready to get out out there and own the world. What I love most about Lumi is that it's multi-purpose. It saves its customers money because you're not buying all these different products for different body parts. You can just boil it all down to one super product that takes care of any of your odor issues. Whole body deodorant with Lumi, seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Your pits, your underboobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control over up to 72 hours. And it's baking soda-free and paraben-free. Plus, it's pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with the code SUP at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use the code SUP. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I just, I also just need to reiterate just how fucking good the staircase is and like yeah. the most recent episode. Like, it just, every episode blows me the fuck away. And. They're it's, fucking going there. They're going there. And this director, I I need you to... He's so good. Antonio Campos. Mm-hmm. I told you about his first movie, right? What was it? After School. Oh, yeah. That You have to watch it because there's so many like parallels between that and the way he does The Staircase. Mm-hmm. It's just... I don't know. What how, are his other movies? He's done other stuff. He has. I think that was not a lot, though. 
but he's so talented. I hope he wins every award. After school. As Ezra Miller. I think was at the Cannes Film Festival the year that I went there. And I remember it being like a big deal. It really freaked me out. Ezra, Ezra Miller. is still starting. They're still starting. They're apparently they, they ha- said they, they filmed their arrest for NFT purposes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like work. That's actually pretty smart. They apparently had Nerf gun bullets in there. <laughs> like when they were arrested, they had like a Nerf gun on their person. Why are we just like? Why is everyone just letting them do whatever? Because they're famous. So they go to jail over and over and then they can bail themselves out and then just do it again. And you just keep doing like your hijinks. Yeah. In Hawaii of all places. Yeah. Are they working in Hawaii right now? I don't know. Or just hanging and getting arrested. I think they're just chilling and getting and assaulting. Is this drug related? I'm sure they're. I think they drug and alcohol related. I think that plus seems like they have some kind of mental illness. But they're also like, I mean, I, I we talked about this. They literally, there's a literal video of them body checking a, a woman to the ground and putting them in a chokehold. Martha Marcy May Marlene. No, that was Sean. Oh, he was a producer. Similar kind of style. But after school is fucked up. The sinner. Oh my God. Hell yes. Oh, I'm a sinner head through and through. My girl, Jessica Beale. I watched Candy. How is it? It's great. Really? She. Jessica Biel is a really good actor. She like completely disappears into this role, and I forgot it was Biel. Okay, I love that. The only time I didn't like though was when I mean it's not a spoiler because people are talking about it, but JT makes a cameo. Of course he does. And I'm like, can you just let her have something? No, absolutely not. You're bringing her down. Absolutely not. But yeah, that movie, that show, that story. Oh, Christine. The movie oh. with Rebecca Hall. That's on my C list, but I really have to be in a specific mental place for that. that. <sighs> well, I am an Antonio Campos stan through and through. Um, I started watching the original Staircase because I hadn't seen it and I had to turn it off. You cause... hadn't seen it? No. Where have you been? been? I tried watching oh. it a few years ago and I was scared, so I turned it off. But I'm, I have to say, those kids, they need a lot of clear cell. <laughs> oh no what antonio campos is oh producer okay of what announces the producer of the first omen like an omen reboot Ooh, ooh, but also like they do it right it could it could slay but like that remake was what name like one remake of a horror movie besides that that's been even approaching dawn of the dead yeah, but that was in 2004, doll. Wow, doll. I'm just saying, I have extreme, I have nothing but side-eye energy well, for a horror remake. Here's how you do, Suspiria is the, I think the blueprint for how you do a reboot or remake is you just make it completely its own thing. Yeah. If you do like a literal, like. Like a fire starter, which I'm like, I'm ready to drop kick everyone involved. With that the movie fucking sucks. Did it you was, see it? Yes. <laughs> You're busy watching everything except the most important thing, which is the staircase documentary. That movie, I was, I love the original Firestarter. Drew, but Zach, I, it wasn't the fault of the actors. It was whoever made that movie needs to be 
It was bad. I can't engage for it my was... own for my own mental health and like ability to function on a day to day basis. Watching Firestarter would take me back like pre medicated Lara. So I just gotta protect and move on with my life and pretend it's not happening. Well, I was just to say it was shocking and there's literally a line where a woman goes, Please don't kill me. My name is Gail. <laughs> <laughs> the little girl in it needs sorry. She needs to go. She needs to be barred from acting. <laughs> I'm in a perpetual state of shock at the state of like Hollywood movies these days. And Zach's face. Is Zach Efron in it? Yes. He's oh, the dad. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. The woman who plays the mom is good. Sydney Lemon. But everyone else needs. No. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Watch the original. That's a good horror movie. Yeah. I um, ugh, I was so happy that Bling Empire was back. Oh, I have to watch it. Oh my god, I started Anna. watching it yesterday, and it was, it is a show sent from the gods, and they've gone even like bigger and better. And all I ever want to see is like egregious levels of wealth represented. How's my girl? All the girlies are doing fabulous. I'm Anna? proud to report. Yeah, new face. No. Same God, face, different hair. Who's the main one? Christine. Ugh. Yeah, the queen. Love Couture her. Couture queen. She should be on Beverly Hills. No, they don't deserve her. That's true. I'm sorry, Beverly Hills. I really have a feeling that this season, like, mm-hmm. I wish that I was excited about it. But truth be told, I'll tell it to you on the, on Midwives. I'm not excited. I think it's going to be flop energy. And I'm kind of sad to be along for that ride. Let's get into the queens who never disappoint. Mm-hmm. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Midwives! My father! That's my daughter! That's my daughter! Everyone in this world, and they do it on the Real Housewives of New Jersey too. They love, they just like say each other's familial relationships. Yeah. That's my sister. That's That's my my, daughter. That's That's my my daughter. That's my husband. That's my son. That's my brother. That's my aunt. It's a very like East Coast Italian American thing to do. Oh, also the new 90 Day Fiance season is fucking wild. Really? Maybe we should. Yeah. I'm just a depressed doll, I have to say, by Beverly Hills. Like, it's not, the wealth is not over the top. Where's the wealth? Truly, where is it? I'm asking. Where? Don't look at me. You can't show me something like Bling Empire. Don't look at me, I have COVID break. <laughs> you can't show me something like Bling Empire, which brings truly, like, yeah. And you can't look at some, like, Kardashians and Bling Empire, and even I would argue Selling Sunset, is bringing like, to the gods. Yeah, wealth to the gods, wealth for your life. And like, I crave that. I crave the candy you, sparkle. You crave escapism. Absolute escapism of like corruptive, yeah. unreal levels of wealth. Like, I crave Anna just casually on Bling Empire bringing that other cast member to paris mm-hmm. for no reason just hey do you want to go to paris right now sure we'll fly first class to paris yeah to go shopping and then come back 
I crave like I crave that. Yeah, private. I crave private jets. Was that a? Do they take a private jet? Christine is taking one. She's in Paris for Couture Week. <sighs> like that's what I crave. I crave people who go on shopping sprees at Couture Week and are spending half a million dollars on just one season's worth of looks. How's Kevin? Incredible. Love him. Love him. He's like casting a new movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, is that the main guy? The, like, like the model. hot model guy? He's not rich, but like his friends with everyone. Oh yeah, he's whatever. He's not the reason I watch. No. Who's the guy that's the like the gay? Oh. He's everything to me. His face. Will he take on a girl who can who's financially independent but can't ball out, but like wants to be friends with the crew? Yeah. Are there any new people? Yeah. Who? There's a new woman. Fuck, what's her name? I want to say it's like Marie or something like that. Or like, there's a new woman who's friends with Christine and Anna and all of them. And she throws a party. I think it's just a party to have a party with her husband. And they are, it's out, like, it's insane. Like Gatsby shit? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're fucking beyond. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And that's, give me that. Or give me death. Or give me death. <laughs> or give me the dread. Give me that or give me Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, like, give me that I or only, I only sit in those two. I'm a binary ass bitch when it comes to that. And if you're just fucking with like a house in Encino with like a neon sign on the wall and you have a pool. Sorry, doll. That's not going to cut it anymore. Give me stratosphere or give me vertical give me blinds. St- yeah. Give me wealth that has bunkers and like. The kind of wealth that will like outlast a fucking nuclear meteor war. or nuclear war or light me on vertical fire. or vertical blinds and like low grade alcoholism and drug addiction or the clacking of vertical blinds in a in a air conditionless apartment where you can only turn on the AC unit or the microwave, but you can't have both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, doll. Anyway, doll. We're now Renee- on Staten Island. I still don't know what season it is. Renee leaves the courthouse. She looks amazing in old black. Her dad has just had like an arraignment hearing or something. Yeah, he had a hearing that she had to show up to. Didn't have to, but chose to show up to. She said everyone in the courthouse, everyone in the courtroom, including family members and longtime friends, turned their backs physically to her when she walked in. She calls Aunt Big Ange right afterwards. She goes, hi, Angela. She's like, Angela's like, how was it? How was it? She goes, it was pretty disgusting. People turned away from me. But my father looked at me and said, that's my daughter. She goes, my father came in and he had to use a cane. And he had, he couldn't hear. I was like, classic. He's pulling oh, yeah. out all pulling the, the old Harvey Weinstein. And she goes, but he turned to me at one point, even amidst everyone turning their backs to me. And he turned to me and he said, that's my daughter. And I knew that he knew that I was there to support him. And that's all that matters to me. And I'm like, literally, you can't. That's everything Renee needed was in that moment. Court dates are the mob wives love language court dates showing up to the brooklyn courthouse which i've walked by many a time arrests any sort of confrontation with the feds involving a loved one is a chance Mm -hmm. for their love language to be explored junior i love but you know typical renee being punished for the sins of a man Mm -hmm. 
but she's holding she's but holding true. She's never looked better. Honestly, she, she is so decked out in fur, cheekbones to the gods. Bukal fat. Buckle fat removed. Non existent. Brows lifted. Cheeks Skin, filled. Microderm. Chin pointy. Hair straight. Fur on. Heels Eyes clicking. Green. Yeah, like she's fucking slaying down she's, the street in his little boots and just talking to Big Ange on the phone. And she's finally gotten her father's seal of approval. They literally have not seen each other, nor have they talked this entire time until the court date when he said, That's my daughter. She's clickety clacketing. Yeah. In her little down the lane. Mm-hmm. And Big Ange goes, Well, <laughs> she goes, you just have to remember that you didn't do anything. This is our junior. Mm-hmm. Ange goes to get a face consultation. And she goes, she just walks in. She goes, I want that. I want that. She can't wait to do this. She's with Janine. I have to say this out of complete love because I think Ange is a gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. She looks like Jar Jar Binks. Is <laughs> when her hair is pulled back, yeah. too. This Russian slash German woman? A doctor. Which I was like, okay, work. Like, this doctor seems to know what she's talking about. And I trust Janine to take Ange to, like, a good Janine has the good place. Show. Yeah. And Ange goes, I want to get a little Botox. Get it around my forehead, my eyes. Get from here, some here. Like, she's going all in on a Botox journey. She goes, hit me with your best shot, doc. She says she's never gotten Botox before, which I was like, really? Maybe she's just been stretched and pump- plumped. So I think also a bunch of this was actually filler that she was getting because I don't think you I'm I am ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that you don't put Botox in your cheeks. Mm-hmm. Don't no, look at me, doll. I think it's filler. She And she goes, it hurts so bad. I mean, Botox doesn't hurt unless it's sometimes I've had it where the like nurse's assistant or whatever prepared the vial with like a saline solution instead of like a water. And it really burned when it was going in. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. But then we realized that it was like mixed with the wrong thing or like the thing that makes it burn. So maybe that's what happened to her. But also filler hurts i would say more than botox i also think Ange doesn't like any pain doctors yeah i think she i think needles and i think she's has a fear of it because she has you know a nebulous sense of doom she goes she's killing me i thought i was gonna have a heart attack oh and she gets her cheeks plumped up and then takes a breath and she goes i want more I want more. And then the doctor goes, well, I think less is more, as we usually say. It's a subtle shift. And she is fill her up. And then just puts her head back and will not take no for an answer, which I love. It's literally Goldie Hawn in the First Wives Club. Yeah. Literally says, fill her up. She wants what she wants, and she wants to be filled. Morning, Muhammad. Morning, Marvin. <laughs> Drita gets a golden doodle named Lucky, who's like a pound. Cute. And she calls Lee to break the news because Lee doesn't want any pooches in the house. And he goes, he goes, 1.3 pounds? That's not a dog. He goes, what is it, boy or girl? She goes, a girl. You know, in this house, we're all about girls. And he goes, just what I need. 
So he says that he's moving to the Brooklyn jail. The penitentiary. Which means he'll be right over the bridge. Which means he'll be sharing a cell with Keith. Rainier. Rainier. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be keeping the cell warm before Keith comes in to take over. So Drita's psyched because that's great news. She can take the girls there to visit him regularly. And he's basically like he's living at home again. Aaliyah is very depressed, mm-hmm. which makes me sad to hear because I think she's she makes me sad. Yeah. Drita meets Nick and Jason at Bad Boy Records. So Drita is going has been asked to star in a French Montana music video where she plays a la the town like a nun disguised woman driving the getaway van for a bank robbery, which is very fitting. Mm hmm. <clears throat> I'm did Chloe Kardashian date French Montana? Yeah. Not like well before after this happened. But... Yeah, but he seemed maybe he has like a thing for reality yeah. girls. Drita was like Drita's like, oh I'm so excited. I love her giddiness and genuine gratitude over being asked to be in this video. She's like a true professional. Yeah. Also, she's like they're like, we are curious if you will wrap a verse and then give it to us. And if it's good, we'll think about putting it in the song or like on a remix or something. She goes, okay, well, first of all, I've been rapping since the day I was speaking. And I was like, really? She has. I, I was truly doubting because when any housewife attempts a single, you know you're going to get just bottom of the barrel not Drita. And Drita will get there, but she fucking served. Well, Drita's just been, you know, she's like, she has grown up doing, like, she's been rapping since she was a kid. Like, she's she knows what she's doing. She's been on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. This is her life. I'm obsessed that they saw her and follow Mob Wives and are like, so that's so savvy, I feel like, on their part. It is. Of being like, let's put this woman in our video. It would be dope. She goes, Nick and I have known each other since the club days. She goes, we met at the club. We really hit it off. Became friends. I was like, do I need to start going to the club? Like, You might. I might need to. Need Drita's to be- whole journey in this episode was so inspiring to yeah. me. Big Ann's just chugging wine while getting hair extensions. And I love the woman giving her her hair extensions. She's just like, yeah. She's my favorite person like side character of the season so far big Ange, as she's getting her hair extensions, and she goes oh i wish i had a boyfriend with lots of money and then the hairdresser goes well how's your husband <laughs> she goes where's your husband right now and she goes neil is staying with his mother for a while he goes to bar after bar after bar and i'm not into that big Ange basically says like she's been she started dating a guy when she was 18 and then got married to him. He was like in his late 30s. He yeah. turned out to be a flop. So then she dated a string of wise guys. And now she decided with Neil, she thought, well, why don't she goes, why don't I go for a nice city worker? Because I'll get a pension. <laughs> yeah. She wants a pension and good health insurance. That's why she married him. And he's a sanitation worker yeah but unfortunately she gets more into this in her book neil is an alcoholic Mm -hmm. so that's why they're on a break right now is because he like wouldn't stop drinking but then he did eventually like clean up and get sober for her yeah he was with her when she left 
<laughs> he goes to bar after bar after bar, and I'm not into that. And the girl goes, yeah, me neither. Yeah, me neither. And then he goes. It's like having another child. She goes, all you need is one little martini after dinner. That's all I'm good for. The girl goes, that's important. So now you guys are trying to rekindle. She reminds me of the receptionist in Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She's so agreeable, but also she's invested and makes good small talk. And, like, I just love her. It's ASMR to me to watch someone get hair extensions put in. Yeah. It, any beauty thing that anyone does is ASMR to me. But, like, not necessarily, like, necessarily beauty vloggers, like, on no. YouTube. I want, like, a crew filming someone getting a treatment or, like, hair or glam or something. There was a scene in the Lindsay Owen series where she gets, like, $12,000 hair extensions put in and... I, like, have returned to the clip many times because it's very soothing. Mm -hmm. She's just smoking cigs while getting... There's something really nice about looking at a photo of someone, even looking at photos, like, of models backstage and stuff, like, getting tended to while... And they're, like, reading or they're on their phone or smoking a cig or drinking. Like, I love it. And she goes, I've never had a problem getting dates and I never will. She doesn't. She doesn't, and she didn't. Karen is going in on a spa in the city called Luminique, and they're kind of making her like the sort of face of the of the brand. And it's has two weeks till its opening, and it's a shit show. I'm really unclear on the oh, business. It's a front elements of Luminique. It seems like a front. Okay, so she goes, I'm getting back into this spa business because that's really important to me. So then this doctor is saying, you be in charge of the med spa element. So it's like she'd be, I guess, he would do the heavy lifting. I don't know if he does plastic surgery as well as like injections or whatever. But I guess like Karen would be programming their treatments and being in charge of the lasers they need to get and like but i'm also like was this what was she really like at this level of spying in arizona i think she owned like a franchise of maybe she knows what she's doing i think she probably does but i I wasn't impressed by spa night no but also i mean maybe just because i'm watching it through the lenses of the what the show is succeeding and doing is making me feel like everything's sketchy Mm -hmm. but it did seem i was like what is this she's just randomly being asked to join the luminique family yeah like after like there was no lead up for this and suddenly she's just in charge of a spa half of a spa she then goes out to some barrel filled location with renee and ramona and they eat charcuterie and she Says she wants to partner with them on the spa, but I was like, is she asking them to invest money in this? I don't know. I think she's basically, yeah, they're in like a literal warehouse. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but she basically is like... the back of a Home Depot. (laughs) There's an opening coming up for the spa, and she basically, I think what she means is like, will you help me with the opening? For free. For free. And she's calling it a partnership. No. She keeps going to partnership and family, and I was like... This is not, this is just asking a favor from friends. Because she's 
She goes, lazy. would you like to partner with me on this opening? And they're like, yes. And she's like, okay. So Ramona, I need you to call the lasers and like make sure the lasers all like get there when they're supposed to. And uh, Renee, I'm going to need you to do be in charge of the gift baskets because I just got too much on my plates. And then she goes to partnership and family. And I was like, this also- isn't partnership. That's your job. Yeah. Like, why I, I are was you... like, what are you doing? Then? What are you doing? I have questions. I have a lot of questions. And like, basically, you're just like, <laughs> you're too lazy to like do what the doctor asked you to be in charge of. So you're pawning it off to. Can I trust Ramona to like know what the fuck no. is going on with a like $75,000 laser machine? Also, newsflash, neither of them come through <laughs> with it. Yeah. Also, like this is not a partnership. No. Like, let's just call it what it is. It's like, You're I really, I want you to just, will you do this for me? Will you do me a solid is yeah. a better way. Of, and then she's like, to favors and family would be a better way of putting this. That's not partner she keeps calling it even later at the party she goes and to my partners renee and ramona and i was like they're yeah does dr fiorello know that they've partnered with no also she brought them to this warehouse as like (laughs) this is a gift although that charcuterie looked that was like give me some of that (laughs) yeah drita goes to her friend's studio from the club days and she records a rap verse she was like, I've been rapping ever since the day I was walking, but I'd never been in the stew before. And I was like, okay, like, we'll see. And then she rapped. Like, when she laid down her final, I had... Me too. Full body chills. I just said me too. Me too. <laughs> she has some great lyrics. She says, I'm no golfer, but I'm known to keep a lot of clubs. She says, all you crickets keep chirping. And I was like, I have goosebumps i was drooling i rewound and watched it all the way through again it gave me life and the guy her friend who's is like his he's even you can see him he's like damn she's got bars she's really good at rapping wait till you see wait till like yeah later on this is just the beginning of her rap legacy she's she's really she's a good rapper i'm dead i work bitch she's like a new york queen what can't she do? She's like the real deal. She can't find her way out of a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. but can't control her anger. Can't control her anger, but <laughs> she can rap. She's a really good mom. But that's like very relatable. She's a good mom, a good friend, and she looks great. And she's funny. It makes funny. Instagrams. I love her. I love Drita. Drita is honestly, we should. She's everything. Like, this blew me. This blew me away. Yeah, we should. We should really. I'm going to message her. Please. Big Ange calls the feds. Oh, Renee gets lunch with Carla. The girl called Carla at the diner. I'm like snooze. Yeah, she Flop. wants her to come to the spa opening. Carla's like, uh, 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 uh. and then that's basically it. <laughs> Big Ange meets with Ramona and she calls the feds the creeps. She goes. Ramona tells her about how all her jewelry got taken <sighs> by the feds. Blah, blah, blah. And Ange goes. This is how the feds play. They make everything such a problem. They're creeps. Ramona and Ange, all they do is talk about being anti-government and basically like being like full on Waco style. Was Ramona at the February 6th insurrection? The January- Eyes on Ramona, January 6th. February 6th. Was it February? 
No, Jan 6. Yeah, it was January. Yeah. That's what I said. You said February 6. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought I said January. Are you sure? Yes! Wait, I'm, I'm going back. That's the story I had to just return. Story of my life. Rewind the audio to see if I actually said February 6th because I did not believe Carrie, but it was true. Apologize. Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. <laughs> I'm not sorry. But I do like it's the January idea. January 6th. I do like the idea of another insurrection. Which I was think just... she was a month late. And <laughs> No, I think the other insurrection, the lesser known is the, the Staten Island mob. They just got together. They got together. They got they, together to say, fuck the feds. They got together for a spaghetti dinner, beef and beer benefit <laughs> in a firehouse. And they all said, fuck the feds. And they went out and they took to the streets. They took to one block. They took to the backyard of one of their house, the and townhouses. They, and they said, hey, we fucking hate the government. What have they ever done for us? They uh? go, fungu. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, fungu. Uh, and, and then, then they, they, threw wi- they threw bottles of wine against. Against like a cop station, <laughs> police station. <laughs> That and was... that was the February 6th insurrection. <laughs> it was a low-key event. <laughs> it was a low-key, but they made their points. They went down to the Points Elf were Club. made. They went February... down to the Knights of Columbus. <laughs> they stormed the Knights of Columbus of Staten Island. Hey, the feds! But, like, truly eyes on Ramona, January 6th. Yeah. Where was she? Where was she? <laughs> Where was she, though? Renee and Carla get drinks outside. I'm like, they go, God, the weather's so good. I'm like, what the fuck? Is it spring now? Can't tell. Never will tell. I'm a truther. They just cut scenes together from every which way. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. So Drita's officially cast in the French Montana video. She got like the news mm-hmm. and she's on fucking cloud nine because she's got this acting gig. She's rapping. Lee's coming back to Brooklyn. And the women, to their to their credit, the women are legit happy for her. Yeah, like, these are true friend vibes. Renee's like, this is in and, and total earnest goes, this is all you've ever wanted. I'm so happy for you. And I was like, oh, my God. It's great to see. But they also, Renee is team Drita getting back together with Lee. She goes, 
he cheated. So what? <laughs> it's like classic Renee to say that. She's also obsessed with Drita and Ka- uh, Karen making up. Mm-hmm. And Drita's like, I don't want to talk to this fucking person. Yeah. And both, and you, they both basically are like, you're going to get back with Lee when he gets back to Brooklyn. And she's like, I don't know. But she's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Karina visits Luminique and she just looks really uncomfortable. I'm darked out for Karina. She's like, why do I have to leave? She grew up in Arizona. I hate this for her. Being 12 years old and having to leave your entire family because your mom like wants to be famous. Mm-hmm. And like is making it even when she was explaining it, I was just like, oh, my God, like the lack of self-awareness on Karen's part is so cringe because she's like, I'm making a life for us. And like, I want to maybe she's like, I'm going to do things like send you to college and get you a car. Like, OK, you're a now just trying to bribe her and with like material things which is a classic parent move for some people. But like, I see right through that. And then she's like, sometimes you just have to be the adult in the situation and put your foot down. And I was like, no, you've made a choice to pursue this life and your dreams. But just because you want this and also miss your daughter doesn't mean that you get to, like, just pull her out of her life and disrupt her whole routine so that you can see her every once in a while. She should just don't let her live in, in, I keep trying to say Australia, let her live in Arizona. But is she still with her baby daddy? No. She's with another guy. That guy that later comes is just her boyfriend. Well, doesn't she, wouldn't she have joint custody with the baby daddy? Yeah. He's so like, she he's would, remarried. Karina would go like back and forth. Yeah. Which is like a lot. Which is a lot, but like fine. Like but, if she spent summers in New York, that'd be cool. Yeah, or but just... I also think you just got to let your kid. I mean, I also don't know. I'm fucking single and have a dog. So <laughs> I can't really speak to like dragging your kids everywhere. Mm. But even Tony, I leave at home on tour. I leave him with someone else. Yeah. Drita arrives on set for the French Montero video. And I just live for her. She's not pretending to be chill. She's like, this is fucking crazy. I'm so excited. The director of the video's name is Spiff. Mm-hmm. And you see Drita get into the van with French and peel off. And she literally goes like 90 miles per hour down the Staten Island street. She's a good actor. She's like exactly what you want in this kind of situation. Is someone that's happy to be there, excited, will like Shows get into time. the role Does and do whatever you want her to do and do it with a smile on her face and do it well like or, she's a dream or a scowl yeah she does her own makeup probably mm-hmm. but she peels off and she says french turned to her and said hey <laughs> slow down <laughs> <laughs> i'm obsessed with her she's just a great vibe so the night of luminique's opening ramona as we said, forgot to get the laser set. <laughs> like, the only job, the job that Karen literally pitched them over barrels of wine at a Home Depot mm-hmm. warehouse, she didn't do. No. And Ramona walked in, and she, the doctor's like, hey, everything's set up on our end, but you didn't set up the lasers, which is, like, the whole... She's like, okay, let me check on that. And then immediately blames Ramona, which I'm like, okay, it's actually your fault, Karen. You can't just ask a friend to like <laughs> do something like yeah. You it's 
She's not an expert in laser technology. No, and if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. Ramona is also kind of just like, sorry. She's like, ah, well, at least we know that they are. At least they'll know we offer the services. And And then Karen goes into attitude mode. Renee comes marching in and Karen's like, so where are the gift bags? And then Renee's like, we couldn't decide. So and she's like, oh, we couldn't decide. We couldn't decide in the gift bags. So there's no gift bags and no ladies. I'm like, you literally are turning on the people that you asked to do a favor. And like, they probably didn't even know what the fuck you were talking about. Renee marches in and then she says that to her. And then Renee literally turns around and goes right back out and then appears 10 minutes later with like shitty gift bags from like Walgreens, which I'm just obsessed with. She goes, and there you have it. The gift bags. She goes, I do what I do. <laughs> I was like, this is, I would never go to this spa. (laughs) Queen of the bare minimum. Queen of Dwayne Reed. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, it's, she literally, but I love she didn't even, like, her face didn't falter. She went, okay, and walked out. (laughs) That, (laughs) I like that attitude. Ramona's attitude would piss me off, where it's like, okay, like, I wouldn't also trust Ramona to do anything for me. Because she seems like a kind of person that has always just had stuff done for her. And you can't trust those types of people to, like, do anything you really want them to do. And she's also, she's just spending all her time yelling about the government. Yeah, she's She's a little too obsessed with the government. She's planning the February 6th insurrection (laughs) at the Knights of Columbus. The neighborhood insurrection. (laughs) That happened in 2013. Be there, be square, she says. <laughs> anyway, Renee asked Karen to meet with Drita. Yeah. Renee for the Luminique opens and Renee is the first person in the chair getting restal in. I love that. And she's getting it. <laughs> she, her... she worked hard. Yeah. I mean, she worked hard and didn't make any excuses. <laughs> I was like, you're a baller for that. I just loved her. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would think that Renee would be like, a fighter have like conflict about no. that but no she's like pretty much just like goes and gets it done <laughs> but she was i think she in that moment was like ah yes the, mm. <laughs> i forgot <laughs> i literally she's she literally it was like i've been there before where you're like oh yes i literally just forgot and then she immediately takes up God, I loved that moment. Yeah, she got it done. I do what I do. So she treats herself to some new cheeks and she goes, see, this is what I call instant gratification. And I was like, there it lies. Yeah. She also says (laughs) when she asks Karen to meet with Drita, Drita, Karen goes, you know, I'm considering it because if vice versa, Mm -hmm. I'd be asking Renee the same. Yeah. Karen and Drita are now open to having a conversation. So things like, are moving forward. Karen, you're obsessed with Drita. And she comes strolling into Luminique and she goes, I want it all. <laughs> I was like, you just had. She, I love her like addiction to filler. <laughs> I, I really relate to like related to all of this. Cause like when your filler starts to like go away and then you're just a fucking hag in the mirror and then you're just like i need the instant gratification Mm -hmm. of a literal it's like putting on an instagram filter but injecting that into your face like i stand with Ange eternally and i stand with renee i'm taking that energy and i'm also taking the energy of renee just immediately walking right out Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking coming those. back with like the shittiest gift bags but at least they're I wasn't even that mad I was like okay she went to Dwayne Reed but like at least she just did it and I like just... 
didn't give me any grief about it. I do what I do. I do what I do. <laughs> she was proud. I was like, okay, go off, queen. Like, yeah. I asked and you did it. So that's yeah. the most important thing. I have a grudge against Ramona because the one thing I fucking hate is like people that don't do something and then just have an excuse and then it's fine that for them that they mm-hmm. didn't do it. And you're like, wait, no. They asked Rita to rap to film a perverse perverse chic really she, she looks amazing her dreams are literally coming true how would lee feel about this oh he would hate it but yeah. she's got to do her she like does. this is what this is truly this, what makes me so sad about this show is seeing these women go through the same pattern with the men in their lives over and over again but it also makes me sad to see the moment that she decided, like, I'm done with Lee and we're over. So many doors opened up for her and, like, way more opportunities arose and her life kind of, like, flowered in front of her. So it's just sad to know that they, like, kind of got back together after he got out or whatever. And, like, I understand it. But at the same time, I'm just, like, this lifestyle is so tragic for these women and their relationships with the men that they love. The proof is in the pudding. Hey, February 6th, be there, be square. <laughs> Karen has dinner with her cousin Rena, and I'm like, okay, is this her actual cousin? Like, I don't, everyone's okay. a cousin. There are people, much like my theory of the family friend person, there mm-hmm. are people that you grow up with who are like, oh, they're like my cousins. Yeah. They say that about everyone, and you're like, well, who aren't your fucking cousins? That's very also strikes me as Italian American thing to do. But I I, I remember growing or up like being... a New York Jersey. A New York Jersey thing. And maybe it is. But I remember growing up being like someone would be like, Oh, we're like they're like my cousins. And I'd be like, Oh, really? They're like your cousins? <laughs> I don't fucking believe you. Because they have actual cousins. You know what I'm Your family about. friends thing did resonate with listeners. Like I remember seeing comments where they were like, "Totally." But just it's just like it's like these people that are just like, Ugh. "We just," I'm just like, "They're like my cousin." And Karen is so that person. Well, I think also in that in Italian culture like that, it's like cousin Rina, cousin Ramona, like everyone. Tell your me, cousin, listeners, weigh in. All in you you're know what I'm talking family. about. You're related by blood via a life of crime, and not the not that kind of blood. Yeah, like. Murder. Serial killer. The stolen valor. Stolen cousin valor. Stolen cousin valor is where you draw the line. This is a developing story, I think, that we'll learn more about. I'm interested in just tracking cousin, family, friend, gate, and getting to the bottom of where this anger, resentment, frustration comes from. I think it's a little angry. It's not anger. It's just, um, just, I'm always like, I see right through. Yeah. The closeness? No, it's just, it's an annoying thing of people who are like, they they have to be like, I know everyone. Like, we're close with everyone in town. Like, that kind of thing. So they're... Small town shit. Small town, and they have family, friends, and then people they're so close to that they have cousin. They would say, they're like my cousin. But I continue to have no cousins <laughs> to speak of. So I do have some. They're just in different areas and different places. No connections really on the East Coast, except for a few not familial. What I think I'm getting from you and my as I therapize you Mm -hmm. is that you long for East Coast vibes. So maybe you're fascinated by my cousins, my 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 East Coastness. 
I don't think that your cousin drama has anything specifically to do with the East Coast thing. That I'm saying one goes with the other. You're you are an East Coast head. So it, for you, it's interesting to talk about like people's connections to the East Coast because of like the Sopranos. Uh, I like family connections and I like when people get fired up about something that's seemingly like mundane, mm-hmm. but it leads me to believe that there's a large issue at play doll and i want to check that out i'm not saying your east coast love is because of my family no i know but I, I'm, I'm saying, saying that it's your my interest in your family is separate from my interest oh, in east coast you're trying to get to the root i of love some, both you're trying to get to separate. the you're trying to get to the root of some gay underlying like gay rage yeah velvet rage baby i love gay rage small and town I, gay this podcast explores gay rage this podcast so stay tuned this podcast is about an area gay. And let us know. Small let town know. gay. Small town gay. He's just a small town gay. Yeah, let us know. Write in. Write in. And buy tickets to our show. Come to our shows, please. please, please. June 2nd at the Bluebird Theater, Colorado, Denver. Ever heard of it? The Mile High City. Colorado, Denver. <laughs> June 4th. 4th. At the... Is it June 4th? Yeah. June 4th in Minneapolis, Minnesota, at the Cedar Cultural Center. Detroit Majestic. June 5th. Wow. And then Philly, June 7th at the... June 7th. That show's selling out. There's literally maybe 10 tickets left, so you better get on it all, or else you're going to miss it. And then also you're going to want to see old Cousin O'Donnell over here. Take the stage in Philly. In my hometown. Yeah. And it'll be fun. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. 